When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Oh, man. I watched a good documentary over or a doc, excuse me, oh. over the weekend that I think you uh, should, I don't know, hear about. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Guys, I watched the Taylor Swift documentary on Disney. Disney Plus. It's good. Here's the thing, though. I will just preface it by saying if you're not a big fan you might find it slow and boring. If you are a big fan, you're going to like absorb all of it and love it. Absorption. This one is called the um the Long Pond Studio Sessions. Okay. So, basically Taylor Swift did her last album or two albums ago, Folklore, remotely with her collaborators. So they were never in the same room together. Okay. This documentary shows them all together in the same room performing the album. And they are in upstate New York. They're at this secluded rustic cabin that I believe belongs to Adam Desner of The Republic, who is one of the collaborators, as well as Jack Antonoff, who she's worked with a lot before. He's a producer. Um, and then in between those songs, by the way, her vocals have never sounded so good. Hmm. She just sounds so good. Um, and then she, you know, they, they, they sip wine and then they talk about the song or where it came about. They basically talk shop. And sure. the I, thing do, is, I do like that. And it's kind of interesting to see where, you know, the ideas came from. And, and in a lot of cases, Aaron Desner set, wrote the music, sent it to her kind of in the way that Elton John and um, Bernie Wetz's-Face work. La, mm. La, jeez. Mm, I'll find it. Yeah, please do. Keep going. Oh, my God. I can't believe that that's escaping me. But anyway, you know, one of them writes the music, then the other one puts Bernie the lyrics Chopin. to it. Thank you. So they kind of did it like that. And it gets a little slow because the guy from The Republic... Very talented, by the way. Just these are very chill people. So it's a very chill vibe. And it's like two hours long. So if you don't want to hear every song on the album and every story about that, this might not be for you. But I absolutely really, really loved it. 
I loved nice. it. That's great, Donna. They even went to um, the guy from Bonavir, Justin Vernon. He performed from his studio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Oh. While they were in upstate New York. And it's just really just a cool vibe to see how people work. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. That's mm-hmm. cool. It has a kind of a VH1 like storytellers feel to it, I would say. How long? An hour? Yeah, over two hours. Whoa. I think. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Even my roomie pieced out at some point and started talking, and I was like, hey. <laughs> Let me pause. I was listening oh, to yeah. what they were saying. That's always the great passive aggressive way of telling someone that you don't really want to talk to them right now is when they start talking to you, you hit pause. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're just like, which is right. essentially that's the modern way of tapping your watch. Well, I think what happens is people only have so much of an attention span, Mm -hmm. especially in this day and age. And I think you you reach that point where you're like, well, I'm done. So you must be done, too. Well, I I like to watch things like carefully. Regarding the 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 talking to someone when a show is on. Sometimes you don't they don't realize that you're in a zone of like, oh, I want to, I want to see the end of this story, right? Uh, and then they, by they I mean my wife. I keep pronouncing her name they, um, <laughs> and then she'll sit down, and then I'm pausing. But then after like this, and then there's a pause, a, a pause from her, and then I'm like, oh, is that a resolution? And then I unpause the TV, <laughs> and then she starts talking again. So then I pause it again. And it's really just a battle of wills. Well, you know, what I think, you know what I think it comes down to? You're either a really good reader or you're not. You're the kind of person that if you get distracted, you have to go back and read the last page again. That's me. Most people, if they're watching Below Deck Med or if they're watching Real Housewives of Orange County, don't need to pause when talking mm. to someone. I need to pause. Because I'm paying attention to what the conversation is because it's going to be important later. And I don't want to miss it. Mm. You're not alone. I'm a type A, aren't I? You're not alone. I'm with you. Really? Yep. Lily sits there and she'll watch a show and I'll be talking to her. And I'm like, don't you want to pause this? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm doing both. I'm like, well, how can you fully listen to me and the show? Right, that's and what I don't get. about what's going to happen if you miss, like you said, that one mm-hmm. sentence that comes up later on. Right. She does it all the time. Some people can. Some people can't. Yeah. I am one of them that can't. I can't mm-hmm. either. You're my best friend. You're my boo. Anyway, uh, so I liked it. It's called The Long Pond Sessions, and it is on Disney. Okay. Okay. We, I did find the Ed Sheeran song. It's called Afterglow. You ready for new Ed, buddy? Yes. All right. Okay, Here we go. I wonder if he's singing to his wife about his baby. Hmm. I was trying to figure out lyrically if it was going wife way or baby way. I think, I think it's, it's both. Wife, I think maybe it's wife way, but realizing uh, with a new fullness because wife popped out a baby. Right. His baby. I'm looking at the lyric. I'll get back to you, right? He mentioned holding on tight to that afterglow. Now, I always think of an afterglow with my better half or your child, right? I'm kind of, You guys are down the right path there. Or doing it. Oh, that could what? be it. The afterglow. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I thought it is. Mm, yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, I'll get to the bottom of it. You know, I will. God, she's just a real, she's a real snooper. She'll figure it out. You got it. Hey, guys. Oh, no. After the break, Donna writes something in our show prep that, frankly, I almost wrote nothing else in there because I was like, well, I'm going to need an hour and a half (laughs) to talk about this. Um, Donna has a roommate, and she made that roommate sleep in the garage last week and didn't tell me about it until this morning. That's all I know from Mm -hmm. the story. Lots to unpack here. Stick around to figure out what happened at Donna's house when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning and welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. How's it going? Okay. So. <sighs> yeah. Here's the headline. Mm. Donna makes roommates sleep in garage. Not now, really. The natural question that we all have is mm. was it a form of discipline? Donna, I'll <laughs> let you tell the story. Okay, here's the situation uh, because I think you might have a similar um, entrance into your home as I. So, you know, when you have an attached garage to your home, right? Yeah. Yeah. You pull your car in, yeah. shut the garage door. And then you open a door to get into the house from the garage, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have a key for that door. Never have. Oh. Okay. So okay. what happened was, okay, well, let me premise it by saying that nobody locks that door until everybody's in the house. In the, yeah, right, right, right. Right? Yes. You lock it before bed, but you make sure that all the occupants are in the home. Yeah. Well, there was a night in the middle of the week, last week. Let's call it Wednesday. We'll call it Wednesday. Okay. (laughs) Where Jason went out for a while, and he was like, I'm going out. See you later. I'm like, okay, cool. Normally, we'll say to each other, don't lock the door. Mm. What happened was, Uh I fell asleep on the couch. And when I woke up, it was 1130. And I thought to myself, because Jason has to walk past me on the couch to get to his room, right? Right. In my head, Jason already did that. Yeah, you're, you've woken up. It's late at night now. It's 11.30. Right. I'm like, it's 11.30. It's a school night. Surely he's in his room and will be making fun of me tomorrow for probably laying with my neck back and my mouth open. Sure. So I get up. I let the dog out. I lock the front door. I lock the other doors. Normally, I would look in the garage to see if his car was there. I didn't do it this time, okay? So, I go to sleep. In the middle of the night, I usually pick up my phone that's on the ledge of the bed. Yes. You know, like if, if, you know, if you're stirring at night, like sometimes I'll pick up my phone and look and see what time it is. Yeah, and then I'll start doing math. How many more hours do I have to, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then I'm Middle like, of the night oh, math, so, always good. Yeah. Like if it's only, you know, one o'clock, I'm like, oh, this is so great. I have five more hours. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, I heard my phone in the middle of the night and I'm like, no, don't look at it. Don't look at your phone. Like I you. just, it was a comedy of errors. Well, at some point, I wake up before my alarm at like six, and I see that I have a message from Jason. Oh, I should play it. Should I play it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. A voicemail. 
Oh, this Here is great. I'd love to hear from him. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Got to put it on speaker. Yeah, put on speaker and then rewind. Go back to the beginning. Rewinding. Oh, I have lotion on my hands. Oh, boy. What a more. journey. <laughs> Here we go. Hearing it from her roommate. Oh, no. Here we go. So I get, I don't listen to that message. I just see, Wow. I just see the transcript and it says, Hey, it's me. It's like six 30. And I'm like, how is it? It just misidentified the time. Cause it's not, it's not even six ten at this time. It was four 30. Oh, so I call him and I'm like, he goes, hi, Donna. I go, are you in the garage? He goes, yeah. I go, I'll be right there. Uh, so I run down there, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were in the room. I'm like, he, he doesn't stay out that late. Yeah. It was 4.30. So luckily, it was only like an hour and 10 minutes. But, I mean, just everything that I normally would have done, I skipped because I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do that. Jason's in bed. I don't need to check if his car is there. Well, yeah. what he had done was he pulled into the garage and then the doors open, right? And then all of a sudden the light goes off in the garage as it yes. automatically does. Yes. And he's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so he gets out of the car and he turns on the light switch so that he has light. And he, in his mind, he's not going to get killed. What's funny <laughs> is like he's out there really cold. Yeah. My car is right next to his. The door is open, unlocked. There's a big comforter in there. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then on the left of him, there's a duffel bag that is in case of emergency. It has hand warmers. It has a sleeping bag in it. It's just everything that could possibly have just <laughs> gone wrong. Just went oh, wrong. Donna. It was right there. But luckily, it was only, like I said, a little bit over an hour. But gosh, I got to get a, either a lockbox or a key made. The old owners never left me a key to that door. I, I think maybe, yeah, I think it's time. your statute of limitations of blaming the old homeowners yeah. has run out. You've well, been in the house for a decade, them. don't you think? Oh, when'd for you, sure. When did you decade. move in there? Yeah, uh, 2010. Nice. Mm, a lot of melon sugar. Yeah, I'll get new locks put on. I'll wow. try to do that over and the tell or, your or roommate, find a key. I don't know. And he needs to he needs to embrace a uh, a more reliable schedule. <laughs> this being out into the middle of the night thing that that's how you end up getting locked in a garage. Right. Everybody in the house by nine o'clock. Well, you know what I think. Oh, by nine o'clock. I think what happened was he was out of friends and fell asleep at their house, and then when he woke up, he's like, "Oh, I should probably just." I should go. Yeah, I should go. And then he's now sleeping in the garage thinking, why didn't I just keep just... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Let me sleep right, right there. What am I doing? I mean, doesn't everybody have a locked out of the house story? You got to pee in the yard, you know? Hmm. Is that just me? I peed on the side of my house, of, you know, a couple months ago whenever I was taking the dog out in the middle of the night. Why? The puppy. Because I had to pee so bad, and I was the only one awake on the street. So I mentioned it to neighbors and said, I almost peed on the side of my house recently in the middle of the night. But then I thought, people have doorbell cameras. I probably shouldn't. Exactly. But they said, oh, come on. That wouldn't, that wouldn't catch you. So then the next time, almost on a dare, feeling like I had to pee a little bit, the dog's doing his business, and then I just peed on the rocks. How far were you from home? I mean, you were in your yard. I was in my yard. Yeah, I was right outside of it. But I was just thinking, he's peeing, I'll pee at the same time, and then we walk right back up and go right back to bed. We're animals. We are. (laughs) We're we're, we're animals. Hey, let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Call now. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The game is next on my top. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show where we shall play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys. How's everything going today? Good. Good, good. Well, today, for the 193rd edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we have a score of 112 for Steve and 81 for Donna, and we have Laura on the phone, and Laura is from Montgomery. How you doing, Laura? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. Laura has a pretty fun fact that I think you might find interesting, Steve, about Montgomery. What you got, Laura? Montgomery, Minnesota is the Kalachi capital of the world. Mm. Get out of town. Now, a couple questions. First of all, where is Montgomery, Minnesota? Yeah, Montgomery is a real small town, a little less than 3,000 people. It's about 40 minutes south of the Twin Cities. Uh, so are you near Egan or Burnsville in that area? Southern, further south than that, further south on 35. Irma. Wow. Yeah. Well, how, how wonderful. <laughs> you know what's great is we're, Donna, I don't know if you've noticed there in your ivory tower, but as a show of the people, we now have callers calling in wanting to share a fun fact. Yes. They're taking ownership of their cities. I love and this it. is marvelous. This is perfect. Irma Gerd. I figured you'd like that, Steve. All right, guys. So, as Steve likes to call it, how do you call it? Sipka? Sipka? What's uh, your. Sh- uh, uh, well, uh, Sipka? Okay, so we're going to try to play Sipka with yes. Steve and College Don- of Pop Culture Knowledge. College it's an abbreviation. Of, abbreviation for College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today's topic, guys, is classic Christmas songs. We're going to take the Christmas theme this week. Yes. Okay. Suck and it, Donna. <laughs> you suck it, Steve. I didn't know Steve was so good at Christmas songs. Yeah, I might have he to is. might have to dabble in a little. No, I'm just kidding, guys. All right, so country you are Christmas songs. Country Christmas songs. You are playing right now, Laura, for a virtual screening of the film "Promise Young Woman." Who would you like to play with, Donna or Steve? Sorry, Donna, gotta go with Steve. I'm it's yeah. okay. Yeah, Bye. we're in it to win it today, Donna. All go right. do some uh, calf stretches. All right. How are you? I want. She had a, one calf that was bigger than the other for a while. And she would ask me to measure it. This was long before social distancing, sadly, so then I did. I measured that woman's calves. Okay, 
That's Love it. Okay. Well, actually, and I do want to make one change there. You are not playing for a uh, video viewing code of Promising Women. You're actually playing for a MyTalk t-shirt. My apologies, Laura. Nice, I think Laura. The MyTalk my swag's a little better, personally. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, as you know, I'm sure you know how this game works. I'm going to ask Steve the questions. If you could wait till he's done, he'll ask for some help. So, we'll start the game here. And you know how this works, Steve. All right. Ready. In the song, Winter Wonderland, what is referred to as Parson Brown? Um, a snowman. Which Christmas song contains the lyrics, everyone dancing merrily in a new old-fashioned way? Rocking around the Christmas tree. In the song, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, underneath the mistletoe, where did mommy tickle Santa? I saw mommy tickle Santa Claus, underneath the mistletoe at night. Um, it's not underneath the mistletoe, this is the Jackson 5 song. Oh, that's tricky. I'm not sure if you mean like where on his body or what. Lyrically, I guess we would have to figure that out. Laura, can you help me there? Oh, yeah, I got you. Oh, what is it? Underneath his beard, so snowy white. Oh, get it, Laura. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, let's bring that loser Donna in. There's no way she's going to win. Already be thinking about whatever size shirt you're going to want to order. Grant will uh, get that information from you. (laughs) Off the air. Congratulations, Laura, on the big win. Hey, Donna. <laughs> so, oh. Donna. Yes, Steve. If you win, I'll give you $5. Okay. Money I'll take it. on the line. If you right. even tie us, I'll give you 5 bucks. Oh, someone's feeling confident. All right, guys, here we go. As you know, Donna, I'm going to ask a question. Give me your answer. In the song Winter Wonderland, what is referred to as Parson Brown? Um, oh God, walking in a winter snowman. Snowman. Which Christmas song contains the lyric, everyone dancing merrily in a new old fashioned way? Uh, I'll get back to you. In the song, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe, where did mommy tickle Santa? I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. <laughs> Under the mistletoe? I That's what I thought too, Donna. Yeah. Wait, wait, what was the question? So I mean, it's it's a this is a tough it's a one. Deep cut and Laura really proved her worth. Word to your mother. She did. In the song <laughs> she did a hell heck of a job. In the song I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Underneath the mistletoe, where did mommy tickle Santa? His beard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It was his beard. Yeah. And they got also, you got Snowman right, which was Snowman the first one. And Steve and Laura also got Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree was number two. Oh, hey, Laura. Laura, how about as a tiebreaker, uh, we all just play just for kicks and giggles? Sounds great. You're my buddy. You guys are going to like this one. It's your favorite. Oh, it's a Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. This came on while I was painting the garage over the weekend in my AirPods, and I was thinking of you. Oh, great. Nice to know when you Laura, congratulations. you think about me. Yeah, Laura, way to go. Thanks, guys. We love listening to you. We love you. Merry Christmas. 
All right. I don't know. <laughs> That's like, a bad sound I effect. Grunt That's is not like playing with the sound Grunt. effects. He's changing up the song. He's, yeah, the, he went with a new uh, game show themey weemy thing at the beginning. Yeah. I appreciate that he's trying new things. I think it's really great. I'm trying to get some new things going here, guys. That crowd noise was a baseball crowd, not a crowd crowd. So that was my mistake. <laughs> God, we don't care. It's a short oh, week. Man. Oh, guys. Oh. Bye, Laura. Bye, guys. Bye, Laura. Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you. All right, Steve. What? You're better at Christmas songs than I Oh, I can't say Merry Christmas after we do Christmas songs? Oh, Jeez. Please. What are you? Who are you? Who are you, the police? Yeehaw, yeehaw. The, the word police? The grammar <laughs> po- Oh, hey, I have something for you. Okay. Remember I told you about that video game that Keanu Reeves was in? Yes. Well, I asked someone offhanded about it uh, the other day. Someone had said, oh, that photographer took a day off because uh, Cyberpunk 2077 came out. So he wanted to take a vacation day just to sit at home and play it. And I was like, wow, that's a fun way when you're younger to just spend a vacation day. I just want to game all day. Mm-hmm. I got a vacation day. I'm going to take it. Here is how the Morning Brew newsletter, Donna, Mm -hmm. writes about it. When the video game Cyberpunk 2077 dropped on December 10th, the hype was crazy. But since then, the anticipation has fizzled into angry customers, thousands of refund requests, and even a potential lawsuit. Here's what happened. This game was first announced starring Keanu Reeves in 2012. Uh, It was the crown jewel of this new game studio. Keanu would be at the center of the storyline. Eight million people pre-ordered copies years in advance. Eight million. Wow. Do eight million times. The game usually sells for 60 bucks. Do that math. It's good money. Now the game reviews are in, and they are perhaps best expressed by the New York Times, quote, virtually unplayable. Players say the game is full of glitches, including tanks oh. falling from the sky. No way. And characters losing their pants. Where are my pants? Why wouldn't that be on purpose? Both Sony <laughs> and Microsoft are offering full refunds for copies purchased through their online stores. And get this, Sony, like Sony PlayStation, uh-huh. has pulled the game completely. They won't even let you download the game if you want to because they don't believe in its quality. According to employees, the leadership demanded unrealistic development timelines along the path to get it released. Some investors are now pursuing a class action lawsuit against the studio over misrepresentation in order to receive financial benefits. So it sounds like the bosses said, I want the game out now. It's got to happen. Here's our deadline. And they're saying, but boss, if you want us to pull this off the way that you're pitching to customers, we need more time. We need it done now. You know what it reminds me of? What's that, Steve? The movie Elf with Will Ferrell. What's his face? James Kahn plays the book publisher. And two of his employees come in and say, we're missing two pages. We need to reprint all this. He said, what do you want me to do? Take a $50,000 bath because the kids aren't going to find out what happens to the dog. It's a kid's book. Just print it. Timelines, deadlines, get it out now. And they're saying, no, we need to make it right. Well, guess what, Donna? What, Steve? Now thousands of people say they want refunds. Cyberpunk, the name of the game, has been tarnished. This is bad news. It's bad news. You didn't have to Very bad. No. Hmm. 
but I was open to it. Mm. You know what I haven't done much of since I've been uh, hanging out at the house? Concentrated? I haven't been playing many video games these last five days. <laughs> and that's oh, really it's surprising. Oh, that's, I see, it, I see. Because, look, I'm home alone right now. And I could be playing video games all the time. And I'm not. I'm painting. I'm painting. And I'm currently rubbing the sole of my foot on a racquetball or a lacrosse ball, whatever it is, to work out the plantar fasciitis. Because guess what's on my radar for tonight, Donna? Guess what's on the old docket? Corn pads? <laughs> I love it! Painting. Oh. More Maybe painting. That's so weird. Like, you're in a brand new house. The, I'm not saying I don't like the the paint isn't failing. I wanted white paint. Why didn't you ask for that when you moved in? Before you moved in, it was not an option, as I recall. What? I know. Oh, that's too bad. I know, Donna. I know. I'm sorry. And then last night, I'm showing my wife. I'm giving her a little FaceTime tour. Looky here, this wall's white here. This wall's white. Blah 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 blah. And then she said, are you going to paint the island? And I said, well, she said, I think you should. I hate to add one more thing to your list, but if you're going to do it, it's not it's sort of sticking out like a sore thumb because the base of the island is gray. We were thinking about doing, thank you for asking, peel and stick wallpaper on that. Mm. Okay. So my point is, I've been ordering a lot of DoorDash. Playing a lot of Christmas movies and a lot of Christmas songs. I've door dashed twice every day these last four days. Oh, what are you getting? Various foods. <laughs> okay. Taco Bell multiple right, I'm times. Gonna go. We're going to come back. Quiznos. Though. We'll tell you a, a few favorites. Quiznos. Quiznos was good. I haven't eaten right. Quiznos you in a while. You two talk amongst yourselves. Quiznos is really good. Here. All right, bye. If you have any trouble door dashing, I'll explain how to do it. That's a tip. I can explain it next. Also, uh, former President Barack Obama shares his favorite books that he's read this year. So if you're looking for a New Year's resolution that might include reading more, the former POTUS gives you some tips. Coming up next on Don and Steve. (laughs) I'm going to miss this. I know. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Everybody say hey. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 It's fun, Steve. You know, you were making fun of me for wrapping a couple of presents without Christmas music on because I did it in silence. (laughs) I am going to bake cookies and I'm going to turn the TV on in the kitchen. And I am going to play music off the television. Thank you. Okay. So I was doing this yesterday while I was writing bills, paying bills, I should say, before you make fun of me. Oh, jeez. And I was just listening to some Christmas music. There's a lot of good choices on your uh, on your Comcast there. Is this experience new to you? No. No, but it's just a reminder because it's right next yeah. to the radio. I could turn the radio on. I had a variety of musics that were playing. You know, I don't know if you heard. I did a lot of painting over the weekend. Yeah, I heard. And um, thank you, everybody, for your support. And a lot of letters we've received today of people thanking me for the work that I've done. One letter, but okay. And uh, I was rotating between uh, Christmas music, playing that, which made it feel, you know, festive and fun. 
And then I even hit up uh, like Sunday morning. I was uh, out in the garage, and so I had some church music on. Then I had some Dave Matthews to go back to my past, and I'm singing loud along to Dave Matthews, harmonizing, but I have AirPods in. So anybody walking past my house just hears me singing probably loudly through the garage doors. Mm. I mean, a little Coldplay radio, Mumford and Sons playing it hard. And then when I went inside, because I also painted inside, you probably heard about that, that's when I put on Christmas movies. The Santa Claus 3, that's a fun movie to have on while you're doing something. I have a question. Then Fred Claus, again, more people need to be watching Fred Claus. What don't you like about Vince Vaughn, Paul Giamatti, Kathy Bates, Elizabeth Banks. And my question is... Go ahead. Is it the right temperature to be painting in the garage? I don't know. I will tell you this. Like the paint in the tray mm-hmm. stayed wet for a long time. Oh, okay. All right. So that, that was positive in that right, way. Right. That it didn't. No, I think it was probably a little bit colder than you would want it to be. And you know what the worst part is? Let me see. Maybe I can send you a picture right now. I know that you look up to me, and so it'd be cool for me to send this to you. I right now took everything off of shelves in the garage, okay? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to send you a picture. And this is currently the pile of clothes, or it's the pile of clothes, the, the pile of stuff from the shelves that I had to take down that I now have to resituate. I think I'm going to need to set a one-hour timer. And then I'll just pound, th- put some music on, crack a beer, and get to work. Okay. That's what's on one side of the garage right now. These are things that normally would be up on shelves. Bikes would be in the little bike rack that we have. Did you have a tip? I did. I just sent you a picture. I can't find my phone. Dang it, Donna. All right, I found it. Jeez. Look at that big pile, and then I'll read to you from President Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, Steve's- Whoa. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. It's stressing me out. You're stressing you out. It's a. It's like bicycles and boxes and... Cushions. Cushions and suitcase and... There's like six car seats. I told my wife, we're going to... Cages. We, we have to get rid of this. What are the oh, cages yeah. for? The kids? Oh, the kids. Yeah. They're crate trained. <laughs> now... There's, oh, you've got one of those blow-up things that you put in a pool or a lake. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of junk, Steve. You, you've got you've to clean that up before you start painting. No, I already painted. That yeah. is stuff that I had to bring down from the shelves. So you could paint. I had to move from one side of the garage. Every object that was on one side of the garage had to go to the other side of the garage. Then when I went to the other side of the garage, everything had to go back to the other side of the garage. Am I being clear? Okay, sorry. I'll start by sharing my favorite books this year. Thank you. Deliberately omitting what uh, I think is a pretty good book. It's called A Promised Land by a certain 44th president. That was a joke from President Obama. (laughs) He wrote a book. It's called A Promised Land. Not going to read it. I I mean, I might read it. (laughs) He put together a list of his favorite books that he's read. (laughs) These are President Obama's favorite books that he has read in 2020. And I think we all could probably use a little more reading in 2021. Am I right or am I right or am I right? right. I didn't finish a damn book this year. Not one. I don't think I did either. 
<sighs> that it's, sucks. I know. It feels like a splintered, unfinished way to live. <laughs> oh my god, that's a little dramatic. I really do want to finish my octopus book. Have you heard of the book Jack by Marilyn Robinson? No. How about The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson? Hmm. No. How about Twilight of Democracy by Anne Applebaum? No. Sounds biased. Not going to read it. (laughs) How about Deacon King Kong by James McBride? No. Sharks in the Time of Saviors by Kawhi Strong Washburn. Oh, my God. How many books did he read? He read a lot of books. It looks like he read about 15 or 20. And, uh, you know, listen, I could you link this up, Donna? Sure. This is President Obama's reading list. And so um, he, he read a whole lot of books. And I saw my Twin Cities Live guest co-host, Kelly Hansen said that her goal in 21 is to read a book a month. That's a good clip. I once tried to do two books a month. I wanted to get to 25 books in a year. That's a lot. You really are committing a lot of time to reading. Just a lot. And if you have a busy social life or, you know, which will come back at some point, you are carving out time. That's your hobby. But one book a month, that's doable. Give yourself about 20 pages a day. Okay, that's I like that. Yeah. Anyway, that sounds um, a lot more manageable. But it would it would be good to do that. You know, when I mentioned mentioned it feeling like splintered and unfinished, there was a book that I was reading about social media and technology. And as much as I enjoy it, they were talking about how when you go from your computer then to your phone, then to a conversation, then back to your phone just to look for something almost without thinking Mm -hmm. in an addictive pattern. Right. He said, it is so tough to enjoy the richness of life because your whole day is so splintered. There's no long chunk of uninterrupted time to do one thing because it's so scattered. Right. I know. It's overwhelming. I'm going to dance. Not for my book list. Hey, if you liked what uh, John Krasinski was doing, remember some good news? I do remember. You'll want to stay tuned for the story. I don't know why I said it like that, okay? (laughs) I don't know what happened. It's okay. We needed to fill a few seconds. Good stretch. (laughs) Thanks. All right. We'll be right back, Rand. We'll have a uh, dirt alert, too, coming right up.